Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. I'm so happy to welcome Madeline to the show today. Welcome, Madeline. Hi, thank you. What is your question for me today? Um, My question is, how do I um, release my need to please people, specifically family or even in church, like your church family, Mm. um, without feeling guilty? You know, like making me and what I'm doing a priority. Mm-hmm. And not feeling bad about, you know, saying no or standing up for what I think should be different. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's probably a convoluted question. <laughs> no, no. So it sounds like it's really important or it's been really important for you that people approve of what you do and think and, and you like to be helpful and that you've given that too much weight in your life. Yes, I would, I would totally agree with that. Okay. And it sounds like when you have set boundaries or said no or stood up that then you feel guilty. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me a little bit more about the guilt. Um, like I just feel bad. Like maybe I should be doing more or do it the way somebody else wants it to be. Or mm-hmm. I don't know, like I feel bad for having an opinion sometimes. Okay. But then like logically, I feel like I shouldn't feel bad for having an opinion, but it definitely just feels like overwhelming. And I don't know if some of it's like being the oldest of a family, Mm. you know, a big family that Mm -hmm. I just really felt like just do what you need to do and, you know, keep the peace kind of thing. But that it, as I've gotten older, it just kind of, you know, makes situations harder. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So when you were growing up, did you feel like your voice mattered and that you, what you thought and what you wanted mattered? Um, I do feel like it mattered, Mm -hmm. but I also feel like I didn't voice Mm -hmm. a lot of things just Mm -hmm. so that just kind of keep the peace. Like, yeah, like, well, that's not really what mom wants. I'm just not even going to bring it up. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's because I want the validation and I'm, I don't like when I don't get things right Mm. or that they're not approved of. And so if it's like, I'm, I'm fearful that someone else might not like it or think it's wrong. And I struggled being wrong. (laughs) And is that why you didn't bring things up with your mom? Probably. And it wasn't even just my mom. I mean, it would Mm -hmm. be with uh, like with teachers or like even among my friends, like, I had some really smart friends and I didn't want to look stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think I just got in the habit of not always bringing things up just for fear of feeling ignorant or stupid. Yeah. 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 So, so you've kind of kept a lot of things inside. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you think is the catalyst for you wanting to change that now? Um, I think some of it is, just trying to love myself more Mm. and giving myself value, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and logically 
I can think through that and say, of course I have value, you know, but Mm -hmm. then when I'm in a situation, I hesitate more Mm -hmm. because I just feeling that, that worry. And so I do think some of it is um, just trying to love myself more. And I think some of it too is now that I'm a parent, that I want my kids to feel like their opinions matter. Mm. And how best to model that than to share my opinions and to have opinions. And it's okay to be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So So you know, it's okay to be wrong, but it doesn't feel like it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what is being wrong? Like, what if, what if you were wrong? What if you Um, were not very smart in a certain area? What would that mean? (laughs) I, I don't know. Like, I just, I don't like feeling stupid. And I know that I don't know everything and I'm okay with not knowing everything and learning things. So I mean, it's like a paradox. I can't figure yeah, out. I, I don't think you to... are okay with not knowing everything. <laughs> well, that uh, that's true. I think in your yeah, mind, like, but not your heart, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So somewhere along the line, you got the message that you should have the answers, that you shouldn't upset people that yeah. uh, other people's happiness matters more than you. And you, yes. you learn that and internalize that. I would so, agree with that. Yeah. So even though you know better, it's like somehow the little girl in you still wants approval and doesn't want to rock the boat and doesn't want to upset parents. It doesn't want to upset friends. Mm-hmm. So because what, what's your biggest fear? Um, I, um, I don't know, maybe not being valuable. (laughs) Okay. Like if I don't know anything and I don't contribute, Yeah. you know, then what's, what's my point? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what is your value? What do you value about yourself? I value that I have a great capacity to love. Mm. And I'm already in tears. I'm sorry. No, um, don't apologize. Don't apologize. But I, I do. I just, I've always really just felt love for like all different people in all different situations. And I do feel like that that's a gift that I have, even if I don't know how to use it all the time, that I, I do have a great capacity to love. Mm, yeah. And what, what tender feelings are coming up as you say that? I don't know, maybe just not feeling that love always returned. Maybe I, I don't okay. know, but I know that I'm loved, you know, what I mean? like, you know, in I, your, in your mind, but not in your heart. Some, right. Yeah. Yeah. That I don't know if I am loved for who I am or who I've been trying to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But what's so cool is that you. You can identify what you love about yourself. I've been trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something I've been working on. Yeah, well, you're doing great. You just identified that that you have a gift for loving people. Yeah. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> way to go. And sometimes our gift is a double-edged sword. <laughs> And I think yes. that's what's happening. It's like your love and your open heartedness 
is such a gift and it also makes it hard for you to disappoint people you because you feel that too you feel the impact on other people if you say no and so I think that those are probably flip side of the same coin okay does that make sense yeah no that does make sense so the thing that you're struggling with is also your gift (laughs) Well, great. (laughs) Well, that you, I mean, we're, we all have that too. Like everybody has something that's kind of a double-edged sword. So it's just, it's just tweaking it a little bit. So it doesn't prevent you from speaking authentically and speaking up in your life because you can love people and also say things that they may not be happy about. Yeah. So how do I do that without feeling so awful about it. Well, like not taking it on myself. Yeah. Well, you start just by doing it anyway and feeling awful. Well, and I then did it that part. <laughs> and then looking at the awful, like, oh, what being curious about the feeling awful, about the guilt. Gosh, I wonder why I feel so guilty. What am I afraid of? What's the worst thing that could happen here? Okay. And just get curious and start asking yourself questions about the guilt or the awful feeling that happens when you take a stand. And my guess is that it's going to come down to fear of rejection and not being lovable. Yeah. But I think your younger self somehow collapsed approval with love. That makes sense. And so other people can love you and not approve of your choices or not agree with your choices, or they can love you and be upset. Yeah. Again, like logically, I know that because I feel that (laughs) way with other people. Right, right. But it's hard like not to internalize that. Yeah. And so some of this may be talking to your younger self and kind of helping her She's that part that doesn't feel it yet. So like how she, do I, what do I say? What do you, what do, you do, do? Yeah. 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 So I want you to write young Madeline a letter. When I say little Madeline, what age comes to mind? Um, about like eight or nine. Okay. I want you to write your eight or nine-year-old self a letter and encourage her to separate the things that like we're talking about, like let her know that she's loved. It's okay. If people are upset, that doesn't take the love away. Tell her the things that she needed to hear when she was eight and nine and didn't hear. Okay. So you're going to be the healthy adult. And I'm not saying your parents weren't healthy, but it sounds like they had a lot on their plate. <laughs> you know? Oh so, yeah. And we had a big family. It's not and yeah. My parents are awesome. I really love them. Yeah. But maybe, maybe somewhere along the line, you didn't get the validation or the just something that you needed. And so you're right. going to be that missing piece for younger Madeline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can do that. Good. I think. Good. I know you can. <laughs> I know you can. I, I just really think she's the one that needs to really integrate the thinking and the feeling. Okay. Okay. Yeah. She needs to know she's loved and you can tell her that. Okay. Okay. Like I'm quiet just because I'm thinking and taking it. In. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Take it in. She needs to know she's loved. Even if she upsets someone 
or someone disagrees or she sets a boundary that somebody doesn't like, that she's still lovable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Madeline, let's, let's kind of summarize where we've been. And um, I'm just curious what you're going to take with you from our, from our coaching today. I really like the, the having a conversation with myself and questioning, you know, really like questioning the feeling, you know, like sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes our brains, I think trick us. Yep. (laughs) We have to fix that. And so so I'm definitely going to write that letter Great. Um, to my younger self. Wonderful. And, and then when situations arise, just really think about like, wait, why am I feeling this way? And is it, you know, an appropriate response or is it something else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think just kind of taking the time to analyze that would be good for me yeah. so that I can kind of sort it out. Excellent. And, and just work through it. So. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. I think, I think you've got this. I think you've got it. I think connecting to your younger self who felt that she needed to please other people to be loved. I think she needs to hear from you and that'll be pretty powerful. Thank you. Madeline, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Uh, ditto. Thanks for <laughs> taking the time to talk with me. Um, I appreciate it. You're welcome. I hope this has been helpful. It has been. Thank you. Okay. Take good care, Madeline. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.